Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. What's up, everybody? This is a brand new episode of Restaurant Royal. I'm Michael, and I'm sitting here with the amazing Cuddlecore, a.k.a. Janelle Carter. Well, you're called Cuddle Corks. <laughs> Do you want to say anything to the uh, people listening real quick? Um... Hi everyone! Like uh, like stated, I am uh, Cuddlecore or Gnail Carter. Um, I've been competing for a good amount of time, and um, I'm excited to kind of just share my experiences uh, in this podcast today. All right. So basically, this podcast is going to be a part of a series I've been doing called Women of the FGC. Uh, I've interviewed a couple of people already, and me and Anthony have talked about this at nauseum. And I feel like when you get a real like perspective of somebody who's actually a competitor because we get like a really good idea of how, what goes on to being a female who actually does compete in tournaments and stuff like that so we're going to go into some general stuff so how did you get started at fgc like where where was the origin story for cuddlecore well i remember coming back from my first year of college mm-hmm. and um i unfortunately couldn't go back at the time so i was looking to kind of uh better myself with gaming mm-hmm. you know, i'm like <laughs> i need a hobby along with school <laughs> so i already love tekken so I start to play Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Mm-hmm. And I found a scene for it, actually, in Illinois, hmm. in Chicago. So I start to play with a lot of the people there. Oh, okay. So when you start competing, like, you're, like, getting really into, like, the c- competitive part of it, like. Wow. Um, when did I start competing? Uh, I think it was UFGT either 8 or 9. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was in 2014. Okay. So I, was, I wasn't really that good, but I um, was starting to kind of test my like skill mm-hmm. in um tournaments trying to understand what i can do to improve uh fight against some of the best yes and um i met a lot of good people that i'm still friends with today in the Tekken community that's really good um so what was your um process with finding like finding a character domain like in most games hmm i think it was uh the fact that i had used xiaoyu uh since tekken 3 oh, so okay. it was kind of like a no-brainer for me i'm like well i've already used her this long I'll keep on using her. Yeah. And uh, Lisa, well, I wanted to kind of have a challenge. Nobody was using her <laughs> in Tekken 6 at the time. And I was like, well, I want to get good with her. Mm-hmm. At one point, I, I felt like I was never going <clears> to <throat> get good with her at all. I was like, wow. I'm just going to give up. Like, this, is, this is terrible. <laughs> you would never think that. See, like, you played that like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I literally thought I would never get good with her. And oh. then I was like, I realized something. You don't have to play a character the same exact way as everybody yes. else. You find something unique about them that works. A yeah. Like a niche in like a fighting style. That's a really good way of looking at it. A lot of people just kind of like, you have to do this flow chart to play this character. And it's like, that gets predictable. Did you lose tournaments because of that? Right. So, so when did you get sponsored? I got sponsored about three years ago mm-hmm. with uh, In the Skies. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I'll be leaving in three to four months. It's been a, it's been a long time. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, the sponsor, uh, Latrice, or Heavenly Skies, her, mm-hmm. her like, username, mm-hmm. she's helped me out a lot, just helped me with getting exposure, sending me to tournaments, uh, and a couple of the other players uh, who were on the team or who are still on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been great. Uh, she's also become, like, a, a mother to me, Aww. like a secondary mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, ITS has definitely uh, helped me get exposure with, like, people seeing that 
people like me do exist, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm able to improve all the time because of uh, the team. Okay, so now we're going to talk about E-League, because that was fantastical. Like, I love watching it. Like, it was so great. So how did you get selected to be a captain? From what I heard, they um, kind of handpicked them mm-hmm. because of our different personalities. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, I read in an article from one of the people who chose chose me, it was because um, I was more quiet-mannered mm-hmm. compared to like maybe Pokechop, who's like louder. So they want yes. like a diversity. Ah, you okay. Know, they want like a dichotomy, like, okay, someone who's very like, you know, boisterous and almost like really like, you know, reserved. And, okay, exactly. I get that. You know, there's like three men and then one woman, but our personalities are still all so different. Mm-hmm. Um which I found to be very entertaining. <laughs> so what was your process in picking your team? Well, I actually had wrote all the people that I wanted on my team on a mm-hmm. piece of paper, and I was talking with my, uh, my sparring partner and friend Shadow mm-hmm. about it. But we knew that it might not work that way because <laughs> it was an order. Okay. So it, I believe I got to pick first. Mm-hmm. I got to pick first, and um, Anakin, or it was me... Poke chop, fab, and it gets something like that. Okay. But it was called a snake order. Oh, okay. So people, so I would pick, then the next captain would pick, and so on. So my, so who I originally wanted, it had to change because yeah. they picked my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I ended up picking on the spot in regards to just who I thought was skillful, like Cody. Mm-hmm. He beat me in tournament, and it's just, he's just killer. I've seen him play before, and I'm like, I, yeah. I love his play style. He can like, lock people down quickly. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Brawl Pro, he, um, I think he's just a great player. I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, people should never sleep on him, and I respect <laughs> him a lot as well. Um, who else was amazing? Oh, Mr. Naps, of course, yeah. because he's, he's a phenomenal player, mm-hmm. has respect from all around the world. He has proven himself time and time again in turn. He's like the godfather of normal tech. The godfather. <laughs> godfather. <laughs> so that was a no-brainer for me. Um, who else was on my team? Kawhi, I believe? Yes. Yeah, well, even though she was like the last pick, I knew that she could still learn a lot from... Um, playing with us and i think she did better than people expected Mm. yeah um i think we're all trying to just you know get better anyway so it was really exciting and i know her anyway so it was really cool so i got a pretty good team dynamic going pretty good so what was it like to compete and win what was it like to compete and win well competing I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. so I kind of, my, my mind was blank. Okay. <laughs> I was a little nervous, yeah. but I knew my stuff mm-hmm. because I played, I played these matchups before. Okay. Um, so, for me, it was more like, don't choke. Yes. You do your best. You're a team captain for a reason. Yes. And I think that all the positive energy of everybody, like, on the team and just supporting me in general, and my boyfriend as well, uh, it, it really helped me perform the way I wanted mm-hmm. as well as um the winning part <laughs> I didn't expect that mm. I, I didn't ex- know what to expect so to win and be on the stage I felt like I was finally one of the people who I I had seen I mm. sitting I'm usually the one sitting down watching somebody win something on TV because mm-hmm. I'm just chilling yeah okay <laughs> but to be that person winning something it was surreal I bet like I'm sure that was like such a like groundbreaking moment for you to have like a win like that especially on tv too because like i guess esports now becoming so mainstream having that visibility is probably amazing so um how did you feel about harada saying you were one of his favorites because i remember you tweeted about that (laughs) i um (laughs) at first i was like come on guys no stop playing with me (laughs) did he really say that and my friends were like yes cuddle yes he said this 
And I'm just sitting there like, like wow. He has faith in me. <laughs> and he's watching. I feel like he's watching a lot of these matches and stuff and seeing like the player that has a progress. Like he's like the he is the father of Tekken. So like, I just. I just he's so hands on it seems with the community. That's why he goes to these uh these events. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other game developers or creators do that with the uh the tournaments that are held for their game. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that yeah. Harada is always there and yes. I um I felt honored that he thought <laughs> he noticed me enough to be like, you know what, girl? You're good. <laughs> so I was so honored. I, I respect him so much. Yes. So I'm gonna ask you, how do you balance school and gaming because i know being just gaming in general is take a lot of time but gaming as a pro player i'm sure it takes a lot of time oh well it did mm-hmm. um, i just graduated so yeah yeah but <laughs> when i was in school and i was juggling um gaming mm-hmm. school always took priority yeah but i would i always look forward to it i do homework during the whole week mm-hmm. and then i look forward to on the weekend getting to stream or like play and practice for a few hours mm-hmm but if I wasn't playing Tekken, I was watching it. And if I wasn't watching it, I was thinking about it. Uh, so it was almost like I, I was never out of practice. I um, Even if I didn't play for two weeks, I would come back. I'd continue to practice. But like, even if I played for like a few hours or like an hour or two, mm-hmm. just I can't stay away no matter what. You can't what. stay away. It's, it's, but, like, it's like your love pretty much. Like it's your, so I would say it's like your passion. Is. It, it is. It's definitely one of my passions, mm-hmm. uh, Tekken and creating artwork mm-hmm. that i will use professionally and competing professionally in tekken ah uh, yes. yes that's a good balance it's like that's like it fulfills you when you know you're doing something that you love and be able to like be around the people who love the same things you do exactly so i'm gonna ask a question that steers a little bit more into the heart of this topic which is your experience as a woman being the fgc how that's changed since you first started to now hmm well before I was kind of somebody who was just new to the scene. Mm-hmm. And I was also really young as well. Mm-hmm. So I know I didn't always make some of the best decisions when it came to interacting with people. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I was um, underestimated a lot mm-hmm. because I was um, a woman. And yeah. they didn't, nobody really knew who I was. Mm-hmm. But the more I continued to train and practice and show up at events, um, that changed. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe... It was less that I was a woman, but maybe more so it was um I was just somebody who people didn't know as much. Mm-hmm. But then when I started to show up more and present myself more, people were like, hey, yeah, that's cuddle. <laughs> so it was kind of like a progression over time. When people saw me more, they're more familiar with me. Mm-hmm. And so there started this bond. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. So... Another question that's not as fun, but very, I guess, needed to talk about is, I think last year, Chris, you made some comments about, like, black female gamers. They weren't exactly the nicest. They were a little disparaging. And he got a lot of backlash about it. And I wanted to kind of get, like, your thoughts on the perception of, you know, black girl gamers and just gaming in general. Because I know that that's, like, a... I feel like the visibility of black girls in gaming and, like, the streamers, all that stuff is just very limited. And they don't see the... They don't see the... Um, black female gamer so what was your take on that hmm i personally feel as if um what i've noticed at least is with the fgc and i guess it becoming more esports like (laughs) very you know mainstream uh, they they want this image right Mm -hmm. i don't want this to be the case and i hope it's not but they want 
the face for their uh their what for whatever they're marketing they want to use a certain face mm-hmm. and i think unfortunately they don't think that well some people might not think that black is what is marketable oh, okay but i don't think that's true it's not <laughs> people, yeah like people who love the game love the game yeah no matter what the race is yeah um but yet again it's just we like black female gamers and streamers they and black gamers in general, we all exist. Yes. <laughs> but um, I think there's kind of this, like, separation that happens. Like, people don't... It's almost like a... We're not that... We're not rare, but especially when they're women, they're like, oh, well, you know, no credibility there. Yeah. Only, like, Asian and, and Caucasian people can play. Well, that's not exactly true. Like, yeah. we, all of us play. We yeah. all play. Like, <laughs> But there's these stereotypes placed there. It's, it's like in the real world as well. Like there's stereotypes that people believe, and and it and it stops whole races and minorities of people from progressing forward because of it. And it's negative. Yes, yes. It's negative. totally agree with that. I just feel like that statement he made was so. I think he apologized too, even though the apology was kind of like half-assed. But it was, it was very um off color. Yeah. But you know, fun fun fact. Uh, I, we were both at Evo at the after party, mm-hmm. and I approached him. And that was interesting. Mm. Um, I'm like, hi, can I talk to you for a second? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if you know who I am. And he's like, no, no, yeah. I think he was saying, it was kind of loud, but if I recall correctly, he was like, yeah, I, I know. And I was like, I need to talk to you about what you said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's, it's not it's not fair that you categorize a whole group of, of women like that. That's not fair. We, we play and we we are hardcore gamers. Like, And also women don't have to be pro- gamers to still be gamers that you should respect like exactly. i just don't un- i didn't understand that um and and he kind of stuttered a little bit because for somebody like myself to approach him yeah about it and his girlfriend was there too um <laughs> she's like i told him not to say that and i was like well i i need to talk to him and i said you're chris g you um you have a lot of influence over people, so what you say matters. Yes. And I was like, just think twice before you say certain things because people like me do exist. Mm-hmm. We we've done so much. Uh, it's just not fair to shame a whole group of people that you know nothing about just because you had one bad experience. Yeah, it was just it was so poor taste. So bad. Ugh. Terrible. Let's switch gears something fun. So. A lot of girls who want to start an FTC don't know where to start. So we're going to ask, I'm going to ask some questions about advice pretty much. This is ask cuddle court time. Okay. <laughs> so what's the tips you would give girls who want to start going to events for the first time? Well, girls, for those of you who are starting out, um, going to tournaments for the first time, go with friends. Yeah. Definitely go with friends. Don't go by yourself. Yes. Um, it's a lot of things have happened certain mm-hmm. gar- regards to sexual harassment and things like that. Um, you can get your stuff just being stolen. Everybody should just always go with friends, yes. no matter what. Yes. <laughs> um, allow yourself to make mistakes because you're going to make them. Don't expect yourself to do amazing the first time around because mm. it's a tournament. It's, it's, it might be your first time kind of in something like this. Mm-hmm. So just take everything in. Uh, absorb the atmosphere because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But um, be safe because women are more like the minority in regards to the FGC and uh, people do sometimes take advantage of that. Mm, okay. Have fun. Have tons and tons of fun. Ask questions. Play your heart out. Um, and even if you don't do good the first time you go to a tournament, continue to go. If anything, I think that helps fuel people's fire to get better. Okay. 
So, what are some things girls can do aside from competing if they want to go to tournaments and want to actually be involved, though? Um, what do you mean? Like, if they don't want to compete, but they want to actually still want to, like, help out and stuff, like, what? Oh, stuff yeah. Like that. Um, so, you, I think, uh, I know a lot of women that are tournament organizers, mm-hmm. or they run brackets, mm-hmm. or, um, they help create some of the content that's, uh, used as marketing for, like, tournaments coming up. Mm-hmm. Writing articles for the FGC. That's a good thing, because there's not a lot of, like, actual, like, publications these days. So, definitely good for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. So, what do you think men can do to make women feel more welcome in this? Because I feel like, oftentimes, they kind of, like, make women not as... They don't give them... I don't want to say... How can I phrase this? It's kind of like they don't treat them with respect that they deserve. And I think that that comes from, like, not being socialized quite well Mm -hmm. because some of them aren't so what do you think some guys can do to be a little bit more welcoming well i think it starts with um treating women like they're just gamers Mm -hmm. instead of uh being like wow they're they're this rarity they're (laughs) they're 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 there to play yeah they're there to play (laughs) don't hit on them just because you think they're attractive they're obviously if you see them hitting some buttons at a setup they're not they're not concerned about you or just play them you know Mm -hmm. like treat them like you would any other male that you would play or mm-hmm. talk to about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have like a friend who's a, a woman and, and you're a man, then make sure you, you check on her and make sure she's safe if she's at these events too. Yes, because, that's very important. Yeah, like I just definitely feel like um, oh, also men not stereotyping uh, wi- who like women they see play like they assume they're bad. Yeah. Don't assume those things. Please it's don't do fair. that. It's God. not fair to anybody. There's plenty of great female players that come to these events. Exactly. <laughs> like I was just in the um, what was the casual room playing Marvel uh, Marvel Two and got destroyed. Like I didn't think I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna play Marvel Two. She bopped. Like it was a quick bop. It was like it was free. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you should ever go into a situation thinking, oh, okay, she's a girl. I'm gonna just bop. No, don't right. do that. She came here to play. <laughs> exactly. Like women, just like the men, are here to compete and not waste their their time. They're, they're here to body yes body people yes they come to do that <laughs> um next question would be i was going to ask you how do you balance because i know your um boyfriend's in ftc too and he's a pro player too how does that work because i know for me personally i've been in a relationship with someone who was a gamer too and played fighting games really heavily and we kind of took our salt to bed sometimes mm-hmm. so how do you um balance that whole like like di- that dynamic well i think about it like this uh we are a gamer couple, but we're also just a regular couple as well. Mm-hmm. So we fought against each other in tournament before. Twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won the first time, and then he beat me in grand finals the second time. <laughs> and, you know, it was also recorded that he tried to hug me after he won, and I wasn't having it. <laughs> and then I hugged him afterwards. <laughs> but um, he knew. Now, you know, it's nothing but, but good games. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we don't let it, like, put a like put a like a wall between our relationship that's we learn from each other if anything he's um i just think the way he thinks about the game is so smart and calculated Mm -hmm. i ask him so many questions and he's always so good about answering them and we fight each other all the time i think he's a great player he's Mm. he's been nothing but helpful for me um he uh he doesn't stereotype me at all he knows that i'm just as capable as anybody else to play and to win and he was even there at e-league even like even though he wasn't invited Mm mm-hmm he he want he, he came to support me. Aww. And he was there the whole time. He was backstage while uh, Team Cuddlecore was going against uh, Team Anakin. 
and it was one of the most beautiful things Aww. ever. Like when our our team won that that uh, the semifinals, uh, he put on Twitter. He's like, "Cuddlecore, Cuddlecore, Cuddlecore," and, and then I like ran to him, and I was like crying, and I was like, "You told me I could do it," and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I told you." He always always believes in me that's so good to have that support especially mm-hmm. oh it's so cute oh i got i got all <laughs> feel like kawaii right now okay so you have any final thoughts on this topic at all or anything you want to say before we wrap this up hmm. i'm so glad to be a part of the fighting game community there's been a couple times where um i think um uh, like on the outside people People have a way of saying things, and I think it did frustrate me at one point, mm-hmm. but um, I thought, well, I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying the circle of people I have. The FGC is great. The, the people inside will understand that, I, um, understand that I'm a player, and we all have this passion. So as long as I keep those uh, negative outside sources away, the FGC will continue to be nothing but uh, great for me, and I'm so happy to be a part of it, uh, seeing all these old faces every single year. It, it feels good. Like, it's like I have an extended family. Yeah. It's just like community. Like, Justice Call FGC. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, at, at times before, I, I would question, like, why I was there, why I'm here, mm-hmm. because of things that have been said, um, about me being a woman of color and playing. Mm-hmm. But then I, I always have to remember why I love this game in the first place and, uh, what it means to me. And that nobody can stop me from playing. And the only person getting in the way, it would be me. And you can't let anybody stop me. So, um, and this was a great podcast. And I really appreciate you having me. Yay. You're an inspiration to everybody out there. I'm watching every match you're on. I'm going to be a bigger cheerleader. I have been for like the last, what, two years now. So I'm going to continue to do that. Guys, make sure. Where are you going to be at next? What's your next event? I'm going to try and go to CEO. Mm -hmm. uh, But most definitely Evo. Yes. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. I'm so excited. All right, guys. That was Cuddlecore. You can, do you have any, like, um, way people can follow you on any social medias? Oh, yes. Especially Twitter, because I'm definitely into Twitter now. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at capital I-T-S, then all lowercase Cuddlecore. You can also follow me on YouTube under Cuddlecore as well. Um, and Facebook under Gnail Carter or Cuddlecore as well. You, you really can't miss me. Um, yeah, if you have any questions or, oh, also on Twitch, Cuddlecore as well. Yes, follow her on Twitch because she has a funny, like, her Twitch channel is crazy. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash cuddle underscore core. And I'm, I know I'm a mess. <sighs> but yes. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, guys, that's Cuddlecore and we will see you guys next time. Whole Foods Market knows that wellness doesn't look the same for everyone. For some people, it's shopping for fresh produce and organic ingredients to cook with. For others, wellness looks like stocking up on chef-prepared meals ahead of a busy week. It's supplements. It's taking some me time with a new hydrating face mask or a well-deserved bath bomb soak in the tub. Whatever wellness looks like to you, you can find it at Whole Foods Market. And that includes guidance. Ask a team member and they'll do their best to point you in the right direction. Be healthy, be happy, be whole at Whole Foods Market.